Good morning, good morning, good morning. I pray all is well with you and your family. You know, I love my time with the Lord. Quiet time. You know, um... I want to tell you all something about me. I remember back in 2018, this is after my oldest son left this earth and my mother also. And God gave me the vision of Save Our Families Incorporated. You know, um... I remember sharing my vision with others. And I didn't share the vision really, like, seriously until I received my binder with everything in it, the seal and everything. And, you know, once I showed it to others in the body of Christ, I remember someone telling me, I love your zeal, but, like, you just need to slow down a little bit. And I remember looking at this man, and he was a leader over me. Um, And I told him, I said, God gave me this idea. I'm not slowing down. I'm just getting started. You know, for all of you out there that have a vision, you know God gave you this vision. Understand there will be opposition. There will be people that tell you that you're doing too much. They will, there will be people to tell you to slow down. And it's because they've lost their zeal. And when they see the zeal in you, they secretly do get a little bit jealous. It's just because what I've come to find out, I remember when I was doing Tennessee Achieves. This is after my son was murdered. My mom was still alive, but I was doing Tennessee Achieves, being a tutor for other children that were coming out of high school on their way into college. And a stranger, I didn't even know him. Um, While we were waiting for the uh, training to begin, and, you know, we were just just having a conversation, and I was just sharing my testimony with him. And he said, I understand why so many people are upset with you. He said, all the things that you have gone through in life, but yet you won't stop. You just keep going. He said, your son almost graduated, but he was murdered. But yet you're still helping other people come out of high school and get ready for college. He told my daughter, you have a strong mom. You may not realize how strong your mom is right now, but your mom is strong. And this was a complete stranger I had never met in my life. So, you know, I just want you to stay encouraged. There are people rooting for you, but everybody are at different stages in your life. And understand your age has nothing to do with your zeal. Your fire for the Lord, man, it's a beautiful thing. And understand that people, some people will not understand it because everybody are going through things. So, you know, a person that's going through something, 
it it, it kind of irritates them. It's not that they don't love you and it's not that they don't support you. It's just when they're going through something, they cannot celebrate you. So don't get offended when people don't think your idea is a God idea. Because make no mistake about it, it's a God idea. And you know it. And you don't need people to approve what God has already told you to do. And sometimes you can't always share your vision with others because they will try to shoot you down and make you think that you're not doing the right thing. When in all honesty, when God is in it, you're doing the right thing, period, point blank. When you keep God first, you're doing the right thing. So with everything that you're doing, just make sure you keep God first. You know, people don't understand that, like, for me, that same zeal I had when I was out in the world, you know, to do whatever I wanted to do, live how I wanted to live. I mean, I have that same zeal for the Lord, and it's not going to die for anybody. I'm not going to dim it for anybody. I'm not going to turn it down for anybody. Believe it or not, I'm going to turn it up. For what? Why? Because of God. Why? Because I put God first. You know, when you put God first, can't nobody stop you, period, point blank. You know, because God is all all powerful. He's sovereign. The Lord decides whether we live or die. So don't allow the enemy to make you think you're doing too much. When it's time for you to slow down, God will tell you to slow down and get you some rest. But make no mistake about it, when he has you slow down and be still, it's for him to rejuvenate you and get you going again. Don't you ever get it twisted, my God, from Zion. Because you've got to have good health in order to do ministry. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you're constantly going, your body will break down. It will shut down. So just know. When you feel like resting, make sure you rest. Because if you don't rest, God will sit you down. He's done it to me many times when I've been going and going and going. And he's like, you need to get the rest. You know, you need to get the rest. And I still just be like, but God. And he'd be like, okay. And he'll sit me down. I mean, so I'm just telling you ahead of time. When you feel tired, get some rest. When your voice feel like it needs rest, get some rest. Rest is important. Rest is important. You know, um, but keep your zeal for the Lord. Because trust me, the people in the world got their zeal for what they doing. Man, don't dummy down for anybody. Don't slow down for anybody. But when you know that your body is screaming for rest, please get your rest. When you know your voice is screaming for rest, get some rest. That's just a sign that you've been doing what you're supposed to do, but now you've got to rest, you know. If you do anything in excess, it becomes more of a danger than anything. Anything we do in excess It could be a good thing and it turns into a bad thing because we're doing it too much. So just know, like, if you need to rest, don't feel bad about resting. Because here's the thing. We cannot save everybody. And everybody does not want to be saved. You know, some people just want 
attention. Some people truly do need encouragement, wise counsel. I believe that with all my heart, body, and soul. You know, and when there's a move of God, man, it's a beautiful thing. Sometimes we don't know what we need and sometimes we don't know what we want, but God always knows and he puts things together perfectly. This is when you know that it is a move of God. Make no mistake about it. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. Everybody may not be able to see it at that moment, but I'm telling you, when they look back on it and they think back on it and think about what was said and what was released, I'm telling you, they will know that that was a mighty move of God, to be honest. So I'm just here to encourage everybody out there who has a vision and you've made it plain. Don't allow anyone, anyone to kill your vision. Because, you know, the thing about it, people secretly watch what you're doing. They don't comment on your lives, but they sit up there and they, you know, they stalk your life. I call it stalking because if you can never comment, but yet you seem to know everything that I spoke about on my live, you're actually stalking me. And, you know, many of us have stalkers out there and they watch our live videos and they listen to our podcast to get our ideas and try to make them as their own and you know don't worry about it because what God gives you no one can really steal it they can copy it you know counterfeit but it's not original it's not authentic so it's not going to work out just know just know just know keep your zeal You understand where I'm coming from? Keep your zeal, keep your zeal, keep your zeal. Is all I'm saying. Slow down when your body tells you to slow down. Slow down when when, when the Lord tells you to slow down. Because this is not about appeasing people. You know, at the end, it's truly about soul winning and... All souls will not be saved, and we know this. So I want to encourage you not to worry about numbers. I've told other ministers and leaders not to worry about the numbers, and the reason I tell people not to worry about the numbers is because the Lord told me not to worry about the numbers, and the reason being is this. The people who need to hear you will hear you. Other people are just being nosy. You will know who your true followers are. You will know you will know the ones who truly want to know Jesus. Not the ones who just like looking at you cuz you're nice to look at. Trust me, I know. I have some people that watch my videos just because they like looking at my face and they like my smile and they like to hear my voice and they could care less about the message. And I'm not even lying to you. So, you know, and that's what's going on right now in the body of Christ. Christ is raising up a remnant. And by the grace of God, we're all good to look at. It's real. We're good to look at. People like looking at us. They like hearing us speak. But yet at the same time, some of them could care less about the message that we're bringing to them. 
So don't get so caught up in numbers is all I'm saying to you. Because if God gives you a crowd of two or three, whether two, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, I am in the midst. So if you start getting too caught up in numbers, I promise you that is not the spirit of God. That is your flesh. I know because I've been there. You know, I had a... a Facebook page for over 10 years and it recently got shut down. All my memories, my son's graduation videos, you know, just all kind of lovely memories. And uh, I got to be real, I was fired up when that happened. But now I'm like, whoever did it, the same thing's going to happen to them one way or another. So I'm not going to worry about it. But, uh, People became jealous of my zeal, you know, um, very jealous. And just know, that's why God gave me this podcast to do. You know, he's like, for people that want to get jealous of you on social media, I mean, Facebook, you know, I'm going to give you another way to get the word out, get my message out regardless. You understand where I'm coming from? Because people can listen to you while they're listening to their music on their way to work, on their lunch break throughout their day. However they need to hear the word of God, they will hear it. However they will need to hear the word of encouragement, they will hear it. However they need to take heed to the warnings of what they're doing and may not realize they're doing, they'll be able to hear it. You understand? You know, so Facebook ain't stopping nothing. You know, it's the thing. The thing about it, what we've got to realize is that platform is trying to shut down the voice of God. And if you all can't see it, then, you know, you you need to start making moves in doing other things other than Facebook and Instagram and things like that. They are good outlets. Yes, they are, but make no mistake about it. They are slowly shutting things down, and I don't see how people can't see that. You know, I remember probably back in 2019, a pastor asked a question, was it 2019 or 2018? And they were, they asked a question of something about Facebook and, and God and, and, oh, what do you, do they think Facebook will last forever? And I'm like, nah, because they, they, they sit up here, they play too much. You know, when it comes to God, they want to shut things out. And, there, and there's a lot of people in the body of Christ that are on Facebook. There's a lot of us. And many of us are real, but many of us are, you know, are not. And um, the thing is, they try to shut down the voices of the real, believe up the voices of the fake. And the voices of the fake, well, you know, that's the voice of the enemy, period, point blank. And um, we've just got to make sure that we have other ways to reach God's people, Um It's just a little word of advice for everyone who's truly trying to get the message of Jesus Christ across. You're going to have to go through every avenue available to you to get the message of Jesus Christ out. And that's just the whole truth. We can't limit ourselves to just social media platforms. We've got to hit the airwaves because what you all got to understand is this. The enemy is all out in the airwaves. The enemy's everywhere. The enemy's bold with it. You feel me? 
you know, I really thank God that, like, even though when I was in the world, I was bold, but I'm bolder for Christ because I know, like, God is backing me up because I'm putting him first. See, this is what you all don't like me. I know that I am unstoppable. You all cannot touch me until God says it's time for me to leave this earth. And trust me, it will not be at the hands of anyone else. And I know this. So understand, understand, hear me and hear me well. My children will not die at the hands of anyone else either, nor my grandchildren, nor their children. Understand, I need you to hear me and hear me well. So for anyone thinking that they are going to secretly plot against me and my family, understand it will come back to you. God will stop you in your tracks. Make no mistake about it. I'm not afraid. They're not afraid. We know that we have angels encamped around us. We cannot be touched. God promised me that. See, here's the thing about many of you. You all don't know the Bible nor the promises of God. And what you need to understand is this. I'm in his will. I'm in his will. And can't nobody touch me. It's the truth. It's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me, God. You ain't got to like it. But the truth is the light of the world. So make no mistake about it. I'm not slowing down, I'm not dummying down, and I'm sure in the heck not shutting up. I wasn't, get a mussy. Man, come on, yo. You think I'm going to shut up? Like, I mean, when I was in singing and dance groups, you know, and I was singing all those secular songs, y'all think I'm going to stop praising the Lord and singing for the Lord? Man, if I could sing and dance for the world, I can sing and dance for the Lord. That's what you all fail to realize. So for everyone out there with a vision and you have made it plain, Keep your fire for the Lord. Keep your zeal for the Lord. Don't let nobody who does not have that same zeal shut you down. That should make you want to go harder. But once again, once you need your rest and you know that you need your rest, make sure that you get your rest. That's all I'm saying. Understand, when you're in the will of God, no one can stop you. And that's just it. And that's just all. And don't be ruled by your emotions, man. Go to the Lord in prayer. Open up your Bible and see what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to you. Stop going to people because God showed you the vision. He did not show them the vision. So they will not understand that everything that you are saying. They will not. God showed you that vision. So you will not be able to go to everyone talking to them about the vision because they do not see what you see. That's the thing. When you're a visionary, everybody can't see what you see. Jesus, my God from Zion. They can't see it. And when they can't see it, they'll make they'll mess up and say something bad. Because they can't see it the way that you see it. Because it's not meant for them to see it the way that you see it. So from this day forth, the things that you see in your vision, write it down. Make it plain. Put it in a notebook. Write down everything. And then as you start actually, once it starts unfolding, some of the things you wrote down may not be exactly how God wants you to do it. But every thought that comes to your head about your vision, write it down. Make it plain. Because at the end of the day, it's somewhat of a blueprint on how you should go, even if you don't go in that direct order. But you will have it written down. God will see you write it down. You know, the Lord gives you the desires of your heart when they're in his will. You know, everything is about being in God's will when it's really your true desires. Like, he'll let you get away with some wants and some needs and then... You know, you realize 
it wasn't his will because he'll just make it plain. But however, write the vision, make it plain. I think it's in Habakkuk. Which book of the Bible is that in? Oh, man. You all, I just know it's written in the Bible, okay? Like, I am so sorry I don't be able to get on here and just throw out Bible scriptures to y'all because I'm not a Bible thumper, but I do know the Word of God. Like, I know it's written. I'm pretty sure many of you all listen to me. And just because I don't actually throw out the Bible verse, you know, you know what I mean? The book of the Bible plus the chapter in the verse, you all know that the words I speak are in the Bible. And many of you go back and you find it in the Bible. And I praise God for you all. And I thank God for you all because I got to be real. I know the Bible. It is literally written on the tablet of my heart. Like you all know it when I speak, you know that it is a word from the Lord. You all know that this is a spirit filled podcast. Real Life with Rosina Akinola is a spirit-filled broadcast. It is faith-based. And every message will not be to your liking because there has to be correction. Believe that. I wouldn't be a true believer if I allowed you to live your life any kind of way and never said anything when I can see that you need help in the area. And that's just all I'm saying. I hope you all enjoy your day. Stay encouraged. Keep your zeal for the Lord. Keep your fire for the Lord. And honestly, like I said, I'm turning it up. Like, yo, you all ain't seen anything yet. Like, you know, I'm moving when God tell me to move. But y'all know when I come, it's going to be powerful. I pray you all enjoy your day. Stay encouraged. Keep God first. That's all I'm saying. Keep God first and you'll never be last. You know, uh, there's a time when God will slow you down. And it's really to just have you sit back and see how far you have come in life. You know, like to just really see the improvements you have made with how you treat yourself how you treat others. You know, I've got to be honest. Thank you, Lord. During this time of the pandemic, I went through a lot of trials with church folk. But the good news is this. I got into my Bible more. I spent more time with God. I stopped worrying about what church folk felt like I should be doing, trying to tell me how to live my life when they weren't living correctly. Like they literally were not living correctly. Like they were living any kind of way. In my life, I was actually living better than them. And that's why they kept trying to make me think that I wasn't in the will of God. They were jealous because they were not in the will of God. The spirit of God in me, irritated them just like the spirit of God in me irritates many of you but I'm not concerned with those of you who I irritate you're not gonna stop me so I need you all to hear me I need you to hear my heart 
just because the spirit of God in me is stronger than the devil in you, don't think I'm going to stop. And that's just the whole truth. So, once again. (laughs) I hope y'all enjoy your day. Because as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. You know, I want some of you all to know this. I know your children may be seeming like they're doing whatever they want to do. But, like, it's the spirit of God in you. Once you're actually following after Christ and doing what you're supposed to do. The children don't, they don't like it, especially when you used to be a woman or a man in the world. You know, you got to give them time. You got to give them time. You just keep them in prayer, keep them uplifted in prayer, but give them to God, let go and let God, you know, you got to cut the cord, mom. Let those children grow up. Experience what they need to experience. Dad, take your hand off their neck. Let them grow up and experience what they need to experience. I mean, we got to remember that we were their age at one time. And I'm just going to leave that there. What did you do with your children's age? That's what y'all need to start thinking about. Stop trying to run their life just because now you're following after Christ. When your parents were following after Christ, but yet they were telling you to live right. Did you live right? Y'all just need to take heed to that. Now, I'm really done. You know, preachers, they can't help it. We'd be like, we're, we're, we're done. I'm through. I'm through. And then got to download something else. Like, it's not that the preacher want to ramble on and on. But when, you know, the Holy Spirit downloading things, you know, you think you're done. And he'll be like, nah, I need you to say this now. You know, just like I just did that. So, you know, just know. <laughs> that just tickled me but just know just know just know Jesus for those of you in the body of Christ who are like really praying for your children who were probably once in the faith and they've left it right now you know because of whatever may have happened to them keep them uplifted in prayer Trust God. You've got to trust God. And I've got to be 100 with you all. If you have grown children, do not allow your grown children to kill you. Stress is a silent killer. You can be as healthy as you want to be and then suddenly die from a heart attack or a stroke. Do not allow your grown children to stress you. Why am I telling you this? Because I am a stroke survivor. When did I have my stroke? When the same son that's no longer here with us was 18, turned 18 years old and was going to TSU in Nashville, Tennessee. And I was getting phone calls and text messages from the college about active shooters And I started stressing and worrying about my baby. And then he kept coming to Knoxville on the weekends. And I'm like, stop doing that. Just stay down there. Stay away from the city. And, uh, you know, just worried about my son who was 
out of my home and I'm trying to control what a child is doing that's out of my home and it caused me to have a stroke, a mild stroke. So I'm telling you all this from experience. Love your children, but trust them with God, because make no mistake, God gave you that child. And God giveth, the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Our children are blessings from God. They are blessings from God. They are truly blessings from God. But make no mistake, we are God's children. So whenever he's ready for us to come back home, when our work on earth is done, he will do so. And he doesn't need anyone's approval. And he doesn't have to ask any of us earthly parents, is it okay for him to have what he gave us back? So, love your children. Pray for your children. But do not try to control their lives because you can't. The more you try, the more they rebel. But you have to remember yourself at their age. What did you do when your parents tried to control your life? Stop acting like you were never their age and you never made mistakes and you never experienced anything just because now you're a preacher or a pastor or whatever, an evangelist, a bishop, an apostle, a prophet, a teacher. Uh, overseer, a founder. Stop it, people. You know how you were living before you were saved. Pray for your children the same way your parents and your grandparents prayed for you. Pray for your children the same way your grandparents and parents prayed for you. That's what I'm going to leave you with. Pray for your children the same way your grandparents and parents prayed for you. Enjoy your day.